Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative, while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. Hello, we are delighted that you're here. Thank you for joining us on the first episode of this brand new podcast, Cracking Copy. We are talking today about warming up with word games and we are your hosts, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. We are copywriters by trade and we can't wait to share our stories, our words and any little wisdoms that we have gained um, along the way with you in each episode. So we also want you to become part of our orbit. So I do hope you'll stick around long enough to get to know us and feel free to leave us a voice note or message after the show with any comments or share any takeaways that you've picked up from listening to us. Yeah, we'd, we really aim to make this podcast inclusive um, and hopefully entertaining uh, and not just educational. So we would really love to hear from you and um, look at the links uh, below how to contact us. And they'll are, you know, they're there in the show notes. Yeah. So in today's show, we wanted to start with something light and fun because, you know, writing can feel like a serious business. It takes a certain kind of uh, hand to brain coordination to get the words out of our heads and onto the page. And there's always lots of things to think about when writing be it in our conscious or subconscious minds you know we sometimes get in a tangle with how to express the words that we're thinking you know have you ever been preoccupied with spelling and grammar to the point where it sort of distracts you from getting the message across and making that point clear and um, so you might also sway towards a certain writing style formally in sort of corporate speak or academia or legalese if you're in the legal industry um, or you know you might be to hell with writing and just go for it in an undisciplined unstructured way and the worst possible outcome for us is not to write at all so yeah I mean we, don't, we really don't want you to do that um, and I've been really looking forward to this discussion so uh, we thought today uh, we'd explore some of the ways that we can set ourselves up for success um, and get in the right frame of mind before we actually sit down at our desk, you know, with a cup of coffee um, and actually start to write. So um, a fun way to loosen up is to play a word game. And we're really lucky, uh, you know, as writers, because there's no shortage of, of word games that are available to us. Um, and as you probably know, the, the word game du jour has to be, you know, drum roll, uh, Wordle. <laughs> um, and I, I, sh I shouldn't assume that you all know what Wordle is. But so how you play, you, so you play on your phone or, um, or on your desktop, but it's now owned by the New York Times, who actually paid a seven, you know, they paid a, was it a seven figure sum they yeah, paid I think for it? So. I think the official thing was a low seven-figure song. Yeah, I mean, so the guy starts game, makes loads of money. And you, you, you have to guess the wordle, um, which is um, 
a valid five letter word and you have six tries to do it. Um, so what so what do I think about it? Well, I, I really like it because I, I find it it's something that to helps me zone out for just a very short time every day. Um, and then so yes. what's frustrating about it? Oh, I, I, well, yeah, go on, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say there's one every 24 hours, but you've, you've got another game that you play, haven't you? Oh, yes. Well, yes, I love Wordle too. And I just wanted to interject there because um, it is a really fun um, quick game that you can play uh, to get you thinking about different words. Um, but yeah, the frustration is that, you know, play it once within a 24 hour period, unless you download a bootleg version, which we're not necessarily recommending, but there are other apps now, word apps, where you can actually play unlimited because it is quite addictive, isn't it? It's quite, um, you get into it once you've had it, once you get the hang of it and you want to play some more, it feels a bit mean just to have to wait. I then. know, I know, but it's probably, but in a way that's probably a good thing because I think if, I don't know, for me, I mean, your, your bootleg version, I think I would just spend ages. But at least if you pay one and then, you know, you can't do it again, you're getting in a, you know, zoned out a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I guess that is the point of these warm ups. You know, we're, we're recommending today some different games you can play just to warm up before you get into actual writing. And we don't want these games necessarily to take over. I and mean, when we'll talk about some, some are longer and some are shorter. But the idea is just to get you in that writing frame of mind and then get on with the work at hand, you know, the, the actual thing <laughs> that you need yeah. to write today, be it an email, um, a web copy for your web page or for a client or something like that. So it's about just getting in the zone, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So so back to Wordle. Mm -hmm. um, so... Um, I am going to give you a tip. So I, my tip would be, I always start with a word that has loads of vowels in it. And so I would start with a word like audio. Mm -hmm. um, How many vowels is audio then? That's three, isn't it? It's got four. A, four, U, I, and O. Yeah. Right. Okay. But yeah. apparently now, so a, a, um, a very intelligent young teenager told me he always starts with crane, C-R-A-N-E. Uh-huh. Which obviously only has two vowels, but he, he swears by it. Um, Anyway, that's that was a top. Those are those are my two top tips. But you, mm. but you haven't haven't you got a top, you know your daughter hasn't she? <laughs> she really did it. Yeah, my nine year old daughter. Actually, she was ten at the weekend. My nine my ten year old daughter is really good at Wordle. They actually play it. The teachers encourage them to have a game every morning at school. Um, so it gets them into the you know into the zone for their classroom learning. So she's got quite good at it. Um, and the sort of things that she's taught me um are when you're not sure what the letters are because in wordle you put a word in and um if it if the the you press enter and then the word will turn to the, the letters in the word will either turn gray green or yellow won't they if they're gray yeah. that means that letter is not appearing in your final answer if it's green it means it's the right letter and it's in the right place within that word and if it's yellow it means um, it's the right letter and it should be in the final word, but it's in the wrong place. So a way to um, a way to figure out where things go or when if you know that some letters are right and some letters are in the wrong place, you can put X's in the places where you're not sure about. So you put the place, the green letters in the right place and put X's around it. It just helps you to visualize what that word might be. It's like not quite a blank canvas, but it's giving you... Um, a better framework so it's easier to spot 
it's easier to visualize that final yeah, word. it's a really good idea that I, I haven't done that I don't I just yeah I think I think that's a good tip I'm going to try that mm. and then the other thing that I've learned um from playing the game is also um to be playful and not to be too constrained so even if the you know it's a five letter word and it starts with b and you've got that green b as your first you know that the word is five letter and it starts with b but you've got still got four more goes and the idea is not to be held to that point that that letter that word begins with b you could try another word um just to throw up some letters if you're really stuck just to throw up some other alternatives and don't be too precious about um starting every word from there on in with the letter b if that makes sense but my daughter again she's used this and i'd be like no no don't waste a word by you know putting a random word in but actually it's thrown up enough of a clue for us to guess the final answer yeah so, so you might get it quicker than you than i know but I, I but for me it's like then i wouldn't be able to get it in two do you know what I mean or yeah um but yes but then actually you probably would get it quicker than me potentially on that basis yeah, how, how many I think you have six do you have six attempts at Wordle yeah you have six attempts six tries six, six yeah. tries I mean usually you can get it in six it's just annoying if you've got four letters and then the first one could be one of a whole multitude and mm. that's usually where I've got stuck you know um I can't actually think off the top of my head of an example of when that happened but it has you know and I haven't got it but actually I've had four letters for four goes and it's just I've put the wrong yeah the wrong one in so is it useful <laughs> as a warm-up well I, I gave it and I've given it I've given it an eight out of ten because although I don't think I have learnt very many new words actually playing mm. it I do think that as a quick reset that you know it can take anything from like one minute, I suppose, if you get it first go to about 15 minutes, if it's a tricky one. Mm -hmm. um, and I, so I think it's, so I think it's a really good warm up. Yeah. So I've given it a, like an eight stroke nine out of 10. Yeah. And it's definitely good. It's got loads of playability. It's, it's a fun one. It's frustrating. It's challenging to the point of, um, it's not overly frustrating is what I'm trying to say. You know, you probably will get the word if you just need to apply yourself a little bit. But um, yeah. yeah, definitely um, a good game. And it's playable in that I always want to have an, another go immediately afterwards. So <laughs> I know well, and I know, well, you could actually then go on to my next recommendation. So yeah. I thought I'd like next talk about Waffle. Now, I don't know if anyone has played Waffle. Um, it is, a, it's a grid so it's a grid of six five-letter words. Um, it's quite difficult to describe in a non-visual way. So take my word for it. So you've got basically six-letter words, and then some of the letters are in the correct place. So it's the same, and they use the same, same colour scheme as Wordle. So green, you know, is the right one in the right place. And then the rest of them are jumbled up. So you have 15 moves or less to rearrange the letters into the correct words so that you've horizontally and vertically so you can drag the letters anywhere on the board mm -hmm. um and they change color when they're right position so it's it's a sim it's similar to wordle except obviously you've got all of the letters you've just got to find the order mm -hmm. um but I, I but it is quite quick um right. so do you, you end up do you end up with um, five words that make sense reading them across? And um... uh, yes, yeah, so they all so the first and last letters, if you like. But then, so if, so it's it's around the outside. If you imagine a square and then a cross yeah. in the middle, yeah. So so 
it is possible to do um and it is quite quick because obviously you could drag it and um so again i think it's quite a good warm-up um mm-hmm. it, you know it's you've got to think again quite carefully um but it's but again i, I quite like it as a warm-up because it's quite quick so i'd give it like you know eight out of ten probably oh, i need to try this one is it a freebie yeah. It's a freebie, yeah, and it's um it's called it's on wafflegame.net. We'll put that in the notes below. But yeah, I think I, def- I definitely think it's worth a try, particularly if you, you know, you're sitting at an airport and you've done your wordle. Um, it would be another good one to do next, you know, even if you weren't warming up for, you know, to write copy or, you know, it's yeah. another good one to have, to do. Um, shall I go with my third option? My third yes. one. Because, so, this, is a big, this is a classic, isn't it? Yeah, Scrabble. It's a Scrabble. Um, but it's, you know, online, online on your phone Scrabble. Um, and I, so I've had Scrabble on my phone for a really long time. And I didn't really realise for ages that Electronic Arts had actually lost the licence. Uh, and although you can still play it, so I, you can still pass and play. So you can sit next to someone and play it. Mm-hmm. Um the online one or the new one is called Scrabble Go. And that's been developed by a company called Scope, Scopely, which I actually haven't really heard of before, but I imagine they do quite a lot of games. Yeah. But it's but the, the original one was a bit more classic. It was like a classic Scrabble board and a little bit more, um, I don't know. This one's, it's a bit sort of Candy Crush <laughs> with cartoons and everything. Garish colours and flashing images. Yeah. But I mean, but it does allow you to play with random people online. So you can just go on and play against anybody. Or, you know, if you register with a family member, um, you can then play them remotely. So, you know, if you've got a relative or a friend or something who's not sitting right next to you, you can play against them. Mm. But if those that don't know Scrabble, the aim is to spell words on the board uh, with seven letters, which are randomly generated in your tile rack. And each letter has a number, sort of points score. And then on the board, there are, you know, triple letter scores and double letter scores and triple word scores, etc. I think you can get quite deep and strategic into it, can you? Like a game of chess? Well, yes, because I mean, yeah, I mean, so going into what's good about it, it kills time. So my youngest son is a is quite a big Scrabble player and um, and he's away at university and he is no, he, out of, actually out of all my three children, he's probably the one that's read the least and was least interested in English. But he's actually he's actually really, really good at it. And, and he has learned a lot of words through playing Scrabble. Um, so. So I would say it was it was really good, actually, for learning new words. Yeah. I mean, he, he, you know, if I could look at tips and tricks for billy my son he's researched all um all of the short words like um ax ka i mean there's just loads of two letter words which scrabble allows that oh are, you know, yeah there's, honestly there's loads if you if you google them there's just loads and he, he seems to know them all and it's really annoying so he gets a, he'll get a really high scoring thing because he's managed to get all these extra two letter words in there scrabble um, hacker he is <laughs> he is um, but it is, you know, so, so what's frustrating about Scrabble? I'd say when you get a really bad rack of words and not being able to create anything except, you know, something like ham or something really easy. Yeah, that's really a, I know. But also it can take hours to play a game. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, for learning new words, it's brilliant. You know, nine out of ten because, you know, because you do you do learn um, new words. 
Um, but, you know, in terms of length of time as a warm up, I would say it's not great because, you know, it's just going to take too long and really too long a warm up then becomes, I think, procrastination, doesn't it? Rather mm. than. Yeah, yeah, true. So is the real value in um, playing it with your children uh, as they grow up so that they get a good vocabulary so that they can become, you know, you're creating them, you know, giving them the best chance of becoming a good writer in the future or at least. Having oh, a maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, even if they're not doing a sort of English as a subject when they're older, I mean, I think they're always going to write essays, aren't they? And I suppose if you've got a wider vocabulary, I think words like, you know, games like Scrabble are just really helpful. I know yeah. Bananagrams is similar, isn't it? Um, but, you know, just learning new words and, and having a, a brain thinking of letters and words, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. So if you've got the time and um, the inclination, then it is a great game to play. And actually, let's not forget the board game, the classic, um, because a lot of people still who don't, you know, if you don't want the screen time and you, and you, you need to have two players, you can't play it on your own, can you? No, no. You well, you you can you can on a phone. You you play against you can play against the computer. Oh, you against computer, yeah. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. There's something quite satisfying about playing the actual board game as well. Yeah. Although, if there's any board games left, I think all the letters have been used for um, <laughs> party invitations and uh, <laughs> videos, and people seem to use the Scrabble letters for other design purposes nowadays. But uh, more than playing the actual game. Right, I've got a few games as well that we can talk about. Um, the first one is Boggle. Um, this again is a bit of an oldie. I don't exactly know when it came around, but um, if you're unfamiliar with Boggle, and it is worth discovering, in a nutshell, it's a word game where you find words in sequences of adjacent letters, so letters next to each other, that are then they're laid out in a plastic grid of lettered dice. So the actual game is like a plastic lid, and it's got 16 letter cubes in it in the grid base and you've got a little egg timer sand timer um to go with it so you shake up your letters and they land on whatever face they land on and then you set the timer and each of the players um you can play this on your own or you can play it with other people um but you have to then join the letters like dr dot if you can find words by joining the letters and you can move in any direction um, so you can go up, down, diagonally. It doesn't matter which direction you sort of join your letters in as long as it makes a word. And the idea is you get as many words as possible out of your 16 um, letter grid um, within the time. So what's good about it? Uh, with one little round of boggle, you can practice your spelling, vocabulary, uh, rhyming words, homophones. Uh, they're the words that are pronounced the same, they sound the same, but they're spelt different or they have mm -hmm. different meanings, like there and there, for example, uh, plurals and, and more. So it's quite a good English language, English game, English uh, gram grammar game. Um, what's frustrating about it? Um, well, it feels a bit old school now. I don't know, you have, you know, I don't know if you can play it online, I've not tried. I don't know if you can play it online. They do a travel boggle now, don't they? I think my daughter's yeah, got travel boggle. And it, and it's just, it whirls away a bit of time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess the, the version I've got is just a little handheld thing. So, yeah, it's quite good. Um, I think there are other ways to play it as well. Um, but I've, I've not explored the other ways to play it. So I think teachers use this as a resource in schools, again, 
as well. So there are other clever things you can do with it. So is usefulness as a warm up? Well, I think it's a pretty quick game. Um, so I would give it a seven out of 10 uh, just to have a have a mess around with before you start work for the day. Yeah, there is an online game, actually, that's really similar to Boggle on. Um, yeah. So the, the same uh, website that you'll find Wordle, which is the the um, New, New York Times, they if you look on their um, menu, they have a free game called Spelling Bee. And that's just really similar. I think it's less yeah. tiles and you, you and you have to do the same sort of word pattern. It's good. Mm. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. definitely. Yeah. Worth a try then. Um, now, here we go. Another classic, another classic um, where you need a little bit of time and ideally a cup of coffee or tea to go with it. But crosswords, of course, how could we not mention them? Um, crosswords have been around for ages. If you buy a newspaper, your newspaper is likely to have a crossword in the back of it. Um, so this is where you get a grid of um, words, some going or blank little squares, some going across and some going down. They're numbered and there's usually about, I think, about 20 clues which you have to decipher um, in order to, to find the answer. And, and the clues are clever, but it will take you some time to figure out answers in a crossword. And each answer that you get right um, with a word across uh, will help you sol solve a corresponding word that goes down through and cuts through they sort of the words slice through each other the answers slice through each other um so it, you know each one you get right reveals some missing letters from another from another word so little by little as you start getting some words those words will help you unscramble other ones so what are fr what's frustrating about crosswords um is the time i suppose you know if you've got a train commute or you've got a you have a leisurely breakfast over in a if you've got an hour to spare each morning, um, then maybe you can get a crossword done. Um, presumably, you know, you will, well, presumably you will get faster the more you practice. Um, but still, every day is going to throw up different clues. And there are different types of crosswords at different sort of ability levels as well. So there are your sort of regular quick crosswords, which are not always necessarily quick, but they're also it's cryptic as well. So it's not, crosswords are not something that I do a lot. It's not necessarily something I would recommend um, as a, a word game before you start work every morning. But if you've got a weekend and you want to play, uh, it's certainly a good way to uh, test out those lateral thinking skills. So we have got some tips and tricks. Um, <clears throat> always remember with crosswords that the clue is going to be in the question. So read the question carefully and don't just read it forward to back read it back backwards as well you know um for make sure that the word tense in the question um <clears throat> or the word tense in the answer will match match the word tense in the clue as well so look out for the different tenses and don't change don't be tempted to change um regular crosswords look out for plural clues add an s to words mm. to help get the answer and then cryptic crosswords, you know, they are a bit more. Uh, they're going to test your powers of linguistic deduction and lateral thinking a bit more. Um, they are some of the most perplexing ones, but as a consequence, they are more pleasing, more satisfying if you can get the answers right. Um, yeah, and like I yeah, said Yeah, definitely. Time, I find them really frustrating, cryptic ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I find plain ones quite frustrating as well, but... They're there and some people really love them, you know, they love the challenge, they love the quiz aspect to them. 
Um, also, you know, if you write, if you're doing the crosswords from a newspaper, they can be quite topical and on trend. So if you are an avid reader and you do keep up with current affairs and stuff, you've probably got more chance of, um, of getting the answers right. If you're a, you know, a bit of a quiz, quiz head. Um, so I'd say you need about 30 minutes at least to, to do a crossword. What do you reckon, Minnie? Yeah, I would say so. But actually, if you're just wanting to do it for a warm up, you could just do a couple of clues, couldn't you? I mean, you could yeah. just like, do a couple. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. to finish it from start to finish, but it's probably one of the it's one of these things that they draw you in. Yeah, you think, oh, I'll just do a couple of clues, and then you know, half an hour later, you're still scratching your head and trying to get. <laughs> you're on a mission then to finish it. Now, final game. I've got a final game. This is a funny one. Um, it's a bit silly, but I, I love it. Um, it's called Poetry for Neanderthals. Um, and this is a game where you have to play caveman. Um, and actually, it's about forgetting everything you've ever learned um, when it comes to language and vocabulary and all the rest of it and really dumbing it down to a Neanderthal um, level. Um, for that reason, this game is going to make you feel like a uber genius at the end of it because <laughs> because you'll be amazed at how many words you actually know so in order to play this game um you need to be able to um give the answer in one syllable words monosyllable answers oh so <gasps> it's completely daft you will laugh out loud and feel very silly um so for example <laughs> For example, um, let's find an example. Um, as a poet, as a poet, you'd like love to recite thoughtful prose like, you know, the mighty woolly mammoth makes a mockery of my tiny hairless body. Um, but as a Neanderthal, you're only capable of saying, the most strong big teeth with trunk and much hair make fun of my two bald bones and skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So if I were to say, if Minnie, if you were to say to me, describe it octopus. Right. Okay. Or I pick up the card and it says octopus, okay. Uh, my sort of answer to you is going to be, this thing, live in sea, has eight legs and a big soft head. <laughs> okay. okay. I like how you're doing it in the actual accent as well. I think that, I think I think that adds it, to it. Yeah, I think that lends to it. I don't know if you get extra <laughs> points for that, talking like an I, I'm giving you extra points. It's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> All right. What if, Dimini, do, do you want to play? I could show you a clue and you could describe oh, it to me. You ready? Oh, yeah, go on then. Are you going to be able to see this? Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. Right. Go on then. No, no I can't see anything. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> We're doing this sort of visual call. So, right, I've typed it in the chat because we're recording this podcast on Zoom. I've typed it in the chat. Can you see? Oh, right. So you've asked me to describe juice. Ah, you're not meant to say the word. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, drink of fruit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, that's good. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 clearly, I clearly can't. <laughs> well it's the first time it takes a bit of uh getting used to yes i've wrecked it sorry everyone sorry 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 but there we go yeah poetry for <laughs> neanderthals is just a real it's a fun one you can play it i wouldn't say it's a world warm-up for your writing game but if you just want to have a bit of fun and it's a word game 
Great I think that sounds really fun. Yeah, but also I think it's quite good sometimes to be able to reduce something to very basics, very it's yeah. very basic self, because um you're right, sometimes sometimes simple is good. Yeah, and often we do overcomplicate things. So as copywriters, you know, clarity is important. And if we can get the message across in fewer words, easier words, then it's just more comprehensible from the reader. And actually that is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. So in conclusion, uh, when you're starting out in copywriting, it can feel like a bit of a puzzle. And I think, um, you know, games can help us think a bit more holistically about word choice and diction. And they will test your lateral thinking skills, linguistic ability and your patience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because they're fun, the stakes are lower. You know, win or lose, it, it doesn't really matter. We don't have to take them too seriously. I mean, you can. Some people are competitive, but, you know, in fact, it's better if we don't take them too seriously. Yeah, they open up our vocabulary and they just get us to think more laterally about word formation and patterns as well. Um, yeah, and they'll help you to become a bona fide word nerd. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, some games you play solo, others online. And, you know, if games seem too frivolous, there are other things you can warm up your writing with. So you can warm up, use writing warm-ups with plain journaling or free writing. So free writing is, is more, is kind of a conscious stream of thought just to get all that messy stuff in your head out onto paper um, <clears throat> and just to get you in the, the writing mode. You know, no one needs to read what you write when you're free writing, um, not even you. It's just about clearing the detritus from your mind, setting yourself up to write something good next. Yeah. And um, so as Julia Cameron suggests in her book for creatives, um, a book called The Artist's Way, um, you know, she talks about, the, you know, the, the morning pages to clear your head every morning and you write three longhand pages of text before you start your day um, and free you up for creative genius that is to follow. I think that's yeah. quite a lot. That's quite a lot to write, isn't it? It is. But I think that's the point. You just go a little bit further. Um... I, I've done the morning pages and I would recommend it. I, I think it's good. You know, yes, you need a little bit of time. It's your first half hour of the day, but, and you don't have to write three pages. That's just her recommendation, but just that process of free writing. Yeah. I writing anything basically, isn't mm. it? Writing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Clearing the, clearing the mind. Yeah. So hopefully we've got some ideas for you for some great word games and yeah. yeah. And there may be um, word games out there that we that you know of that you love. I mean, let us know. Drop us a voice note or something. Tell us which games you like because we're always on the lookout. We're both uh, wordle fiends now. I think it's fair to say. Yes. Um, but yeah, there may be others out there that we don't know of yet. So do let us know. Let us know, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Cracking Copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. Don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time. Bye.